Hello and welcome to the Pilgrims Podcast, the podcast where we pilgrimage through the Pilgrims Progress by John Bunyan. I'm Stephen and I'm joined by Jordan. Hello. And this episode we are down a companion, but as we'll soon find out, Christian picks up too, so I think that balances us out. I think so. This time around, we're just fleeing. We have fled the city of destruction. Yeah, we have our fingers in our ears and we're running on, increasing our speed as we head towards the plane. I like the picture of him running frantically with his arms waving. His arms aren't waving because his fingers are in his ears. Oh, well, that's true. Unless his elbows, he's doing like a chicken dance, maybe. <laughs> la, 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 la. A chicken. Life, life, he turned. A chicken airplane. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Christian runs away from the city of destruction and he's pursued by uh, two men and this time around we'll be traveling with these two neighbors who accompany Christian for that is his name so before we meet these two neighbors I think this is actually the first time this passage that we realize that the man's name is Christian yeah he's just been he's just been known as the, the man um yeah before and now it's just sort of dropped in there bunion in the edit i think because it's just in in a set of uh brackets this was his name christian yeah it seems very much like an afterthought (laughs) you can't just keep calling him the man like he had like he thought he had it he (laughs) thought he had it he mentioned it at the start For the longest time, I always thought that the main character of Pilgrim's Progress would be a man called Pilgrim. <laughs> I still think it's a cooler name. Pilgrim? Hmm. Maybe it'll, it'll, maybe it'll grow on me. But it's per- certainly better than Obstinate. Well, that's true. Your name's Obstinate. So Obstinate's one of these neighbours who chases after him. And I think we can I probably tell what his major character trait is. The other being pliable. Mm-hmm. He seems a bit more pliable. Just figures, doesn't it? Now, to be fair, obstinate's not really a, a, a word, let alone a name, that I would come across all that frequently. Mm-hmm. How would you give a wee quick definition? Of, of obstinate? Of, of obstinate. Um, someone who's... Stubborn, someone who's set in their ways, someone I can almost imagine getting, uh, you know, badgered from all sides, but being being stuck in your ways, refusing to change your opinion. You're set on a course of action, and no matter what anybody says, you're not going to be dissuaded. For me, that's that's the very definition of obstinate. Is it a word that you would use to describe someone or, or in conversation? That person's very obstinate. No, definitely not. Definitely not. No matter how many people wanted me to use it, <laughs> and there's no way I would I would use it. Would you just use stubborn or something like that instead? Yes. Pliable, I think, on the other hand, is uh, yeah, it's a bit more familiar. Uh, certainly not as a name, but. I understand from the outset the concept of someone who is a bit more pliable. Mm-hmm. They can be applied. Yeah, it's more pliable. More 
open, perhaps, to yeah. being um, not manipulated, but to being convinced, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, they're more, I was nearly going to say flexible, but that's n- not in the physical sort of definition, but as you say, in their, in their way of thinking, yeah, they're more easily convinced, maybe. Perhaps. Do you think Bunyan brings these two guys in at the very beginning of, of Christian's journey to be polar opposites from each other? Um, yeah, I think so. I think um, don't think it would work as well if they were called obstinate and stubborn. Although, you know, they were quite similar or pliable and, oh, I don't know, some other synonym to pliable. I think it's quite a... Uh, What's the word? What's the, what am I looking for here? It's used quite often in in novels and in in literature. Um, to describe the the kind of narrative setup, and to have that polar opposite, to have those that black and white, they're two very very distinct characters. Yeah, and and their names. They're very, the very names that they're given leave you in no doubt what their 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 goal is and what their thinking is and their influence on on Christian. Do you think? Do you think it's a spectrum where Christian sits somewhere in the middle? You've got stubborn through to could we describe pliable as gullible or is that too far? Uh, let me. If we read on down a little bit. He just, he certainly seems more, more inclined to agree with what Christian's doing. Okay. You know, obstinate sort of, if you look on down, again, I don't, I'm not sure which version you're reading or what the, the English is like. Uh, obstinate, even with, with pliable, look, he's telling them, look, let's go back. Let's go back without him. Yeah. And pliable saying, "Look here, what if he what if he says is true? And if it's true, then he's a wiser man than we are. Uh, and the things that he's looking to gain and what he's hoping to get out of this is better than what we have. And he's a little bit more inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's more inclined, he says, to go with him. Yeah, would you say maybe pliable's more open and obstinate's shut? Yeah, certainly, absolutely, even but." back when we were talking about what obstinate even means obstinate it has made i i think anyway the the decision even before he's heard everything even after before he's spoken to christian he's decided look i'm not going to do this this man's a fool this man's crazy whereas pliable maybe starts in that same place they can look I'm, there's no way i'm gonna I'm going to go with this man. But he seems a little bit more inclined to hear him out, to hear his point of view, and then make a decision based on that. Whereas obstinate, I think, is he's, he's locked the door. He's he's closed the gate. There's, there's, no, there's no turning. Yeah. He's made up his mind. He's going just really to fetch him more than anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas Plabble will listen. Yeah, he he's yeah he's more inclined to hear him out. Do you think? I mean, thinking of these two characteristics, I, do you think Christian kind of sits in the middle of that spectrum because there's the the openness and willingness when he hears 
the the threats from the book of the city of destruction what he hears from the evangelist but he's also a bit stubborn in the sense that he, he sticks his fingers in his ears and he runs and he's not willing to be dissuaded by family or neighbors it's interesting it's interesting i mean i don't know about you uh but i think say when he puts his fingers in his ears and he runs on I think there's a difference between being stubborn or being obstinate and just being set in your ways and being focused and and having that drive and having that mm. goal in mind and setting the saying that look nothing's gonna knock me off course here nothing's gonna you know push me sideways and knock me off the path that I'm gonna go down here yeah. At, think that's the reading i have into it there obstinate has come at this completely with his mind made up already mm-hmm. christian after meeting evangelist now he set this goal in mind this is where i'm going to go i'm heading towards that shining light and nothing is going to hold me back nothing's going to knock me off course here which i don't think is obstinate yeah he doesn't even have the the window open for instruction Mm -hmm. yeah he's keeping his eye on that that light and that gate he's been told to knock on by evangelist and he's putting his fingers in his ears not necessarily to to block everything out but to block everything out in a way yeah if that makes sense (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you get that that conversation that Christian has with Obstinate there um, after it's revealed Christian's name. Uh, and he's trying to convince Obstinate and he's talking about the things that, that he's pursuing. Mm-hmm. He's seeking an inheritance. He says, I seek an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that fades not away and is laid up in heaven and safe there to be bestowed at the time appointed on them that diligently seek it. Read it so, if you will, in my book. And there's that real rebuke from Obstinate of Tush, which is just very polite. Uh, Mine says, Oh, Bosh. Oh, Bosh. Oh, Bosh, away with your book. (laughs) My modern English one here just says nonsense. Nonsense. That's all. But in the the original here, it's, it seems to be tush, tush, tush. Away with your book, wow. uh, and there's a real rejection then of of even the revelation that he's revealed from scripture. Mm-hmm. He's not convinced, probably even by the authority of of what Christian presents. Yeah, no, just just reading down and think what we were talking about earlier. Um, Christian does show. I don't think it can be described as as obstinate, but. But um, not Christian. But obstinate tells him, "Look, you gonna go back with us or not?" Mm-hmm. He says, "No, no. I put my hand to the plow." And then obstinate very quickly turns to to pliable and tells him, "Look, let's let's take a hike here." Yeah, pliable's the one that's like, "No, let's hear him. Right? Let's let's hear what he has to say." Yeah, and then he's involved in this tug of war. Between obstinate and Christian, obstinate saying, "Look, let's go back without him." Christian saying, "No, pliable, come with me." Yeah, there's a bit of intrigue there from pliable. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, obstinate. I mean, I, I love that that description that he gives, uh, talking to Pliable, probably directly in front of Christian, saying, "Let's turn away and go home without him." There's a company of these crazed-headed coxcombs, and when they take a fancy, by the end, are wiser in their own eyes than seven men that can render a reason, which is just crazed-headed coxcombs. Yeah, I have the. I think I have the Mr. T version in front of me <laughs> because mine says, come on, pliable, let us go back without him. There's going to be a lot of these crazy fools who, when they take a fancy to a thing, are wiser in their own eyes than seven men who can give a reason. And you're so crazy, fool. Yeah, there's, there's, there's something that, that he perceives Christian as being completely deluded. Yeah. You know, a crease-headed coxcomb, whatever a coxcomb is. Um, I'll Google that in a minute. But, you know, he says he thinks he's smarter than, than seven guys who are essentially philosophers. Yeah. But the implausible, as we say, he's a little bit more prone to hear, mate. Yeah. Yeah. His heart inclines to go with him. Okay, I've done a wee quick Google. Yeah. Coxcomb has come up mm-hmm. in dictionary.com. Uh, the plural is coxcombs. And the archaic understanding of it is a vain or conceited man or a dandy. A dandy? Yeah. Its origin... I have no idea what that means. Its origins the 16th century um, as a jester's cap. Right. Which seems to be derived from the crest or comb of a domesticated cock, a rooster. So that that like reddish frill that sits on top of a of a rooster's head mm-hmm. was translated then into the jester's cap. You know that kind of three cornered, yeah. with the bells on the end. Yes, and so that that was what the hat was called, a cock's comb. Which then became just the, the, the fool then, which is what a jester is. A joker. A dandy. There you go. I had no idea. It was very popular in the 16th century. Not so much now. A coxcomb? Well, the word. Oh, a dandy. I preferred the beano. <laughs> but yeah, something about uh, a hat, cap. So I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. No, me neither. Me neither. So anyway, Pliable makes his decision. Yeah. He decides to go with this good man. He casts a lot with him. And he decides he's going to follow him. He's going to go with him. It's a, it's a bold move. Uh, you know, obstinate doesn't seem like the kind of person that you would really want to aggravate. <laughs> and he, he just says, you know, uh, no, no, I'm sticking with this guy. It's quite uh, stubborn. <laughs> it is, yeah. He doesn't seem that pliable at all. Uh, and then he, and then there's that kind of, he finishes it by looking at Christian and saying, uh, but my good companion, do you know the way to the desired place? Which maybe you should have checked beforehand. <laughs> you know, I'm going with this fool. Uh, you do know where you're going, don't you? And he tells him that he's going to get that Evan, Evan jealous, uh, told him to hurry on. And he says, let's go. Let's go. An obstinate has decided that he's going back to his house. These are fools. They're deceived. 
and he's not going to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's very clear. I will be no companion of such misled, fantastic fellows. And we we leave, I guess, this, at this point, Christian and Pliable are skipping arm in arm across the plane. Yeah, having deep conversations about what exactly it is to be on this pilgrimage. But Pliable doesn't seem to have the same conviction. He certainly doesn't seem to have the same burden that Christian is carrying. He's just along for the ride, isn't he? Just, yeah, just kind of hops in. Mm-hmm. Well, not to give anything away, but as we read down a little bit, that's the case. Christian has his fingers in his ears. He's determined. He has this goal in sight, pliable. Maybe coming from not knowing where he's going, not knowing anything about Christian. He doesn't have the same focus. He doesn't have the same determination to make it to this to this gate. Do you think there's a, a parallel here between obstinate Christian appliable and the parable of the seeds? The parable of the sower, uh, Matthew 13, where Jesus talks about the good seed being scattered and lands on this, the ground that's eaten up by the birds, lands in the soil that's grown up with the thistles and choked, and lands in the uh, shallow soil with the rocks, and then in the good soil. Yeah, very much so. Do you think it's a a bit of parallel here between obstinate perhaps is you know there's no there's no germination of the seed at all he's swallowed up by the birds immediately not interested not a, not even an inkling pliable perhaps is more along the lines of either in the shallow rocks or I think we'll see you know when hardship comes and trouble and thistles grow up around that's when he withers and faints yeah not very much, so I couldn't put it any better. Uh, I don't really want to jump too far ahead now um, and keep the the next part of the journey for the next episode. But Obstinate goes back home. Eventually, Pliable does as well. Is are they are they two sides of the same coin? Well, they both arrive at the same destination, don't they? Yeah, which they is both arrive back at their own home. They back where they started. Yeah, so. One was a little bit nicer about it. One was a little <laughs> bit more welcoming to hearing Christian out. But at the end of the day, it didn't do much good. No, I think it's interesting that Obstinate, after Pliable shows a bit of interest, you know, he says, What more fool still be ruled by me and go back? Who knows whether such a brain sick fellow will, will lead you? Go back, go back and be wise. Mm-hmm. And there's a real contrast between fools and 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 the wise here, uh, and I think it's, it's you know there's there's a parallel there to Paul writing to the Corinthians about you know people being wise in their own eyes and the wisdom of the world versus the wisdom of the gospel, which seems to be foolishness. Yeah, uh, you know he calls Christian a brain sick fellow. It says you know he's don't be following him. Who knows where he'll lead you? Come back with me. Come back with me and be wise. The best 
course of action, the, the smartest thing to do, the most logical and reasonable course of action is to return back to destruction. Yeah. Yeah. And he probably, you know, he probably could make a convincing argument for it. You know, Christian doesn't exactly know where he's going or how long the journey's going to be or what the journey's going to be like. He's also got this huge burden on his back that's weighing him down. How fast could he go? You know, it does seem like going against all odds and all sense to follow him. Mm-hmm. But he just won't have, he won't take the, the source. Christian knows where he stands here. Christian knows where he stands with obstinate. Right away, obstinate's not going to go. He's not going to budge or move. He's not He's not going to go with him or accompany him on this journey. Oh, bosh. Away with your book. Or as pliable. He gives him, he casts his lot in with him for a bit, but ultimately it doesn't, doesn't lead to anything once the trouble comes or any sort of distractions and, and pliables away. Yeah. But I think we're jumping ahead. I think we are. It's hard not to. It's, uh, I think there's a, a, a rich conversation to be had at the next destination on the road. I think the, the way that the story here goes is that the two, the two of them walking along, Christian and Pliable, are, are in such deep conversation that they're not even really paying attention to where they're walking. But mm-hmm. I think we'll maybe pitch our tent here on the road and call it a day. Let's do it. You crazed-headed coxcomb. Thanks. And you're so crazy, fool. Uh, yeah, so Obstinate has retreated. Pliable is on course with Christian for now. Next time, Harry will be back with us, hopefully. And uh, you can follow us on all the usual social media links at Pilgrim's Pod on Instagram and Twitter. The podcast is available on Apple uh, Podcasts, Podbean, and on YouTube for those who like to have something to look at while they listen. Just don't use that version if you're driving. That is wise, wise advice. Yeah, not bad for a crazy head coxcomb. I fancy that by the end I'm wiser than, in my own eyes, than seven men that can render a reason. That's so poetic. <laughs> Almost like you've lettered it straight from a book. Check out on Twitter our Pilgrim's Progress thread, the full text of Bunyan's classic for you to navigate through while you're listening. I've been Stephen, you've been Jordan. Yep. And we'll see you on the next part of the journey. Cheerio. Cheerio.